is Trent Reynolds, and this is Real Crime Stories for March 8th, 2021. I'm sorry for taking last week off. I had to deal with a minor medical issue, which caused me great discomfort. But that worked out for the best because it allowed me to collect this story that I followed last week. Last Monday, there was a shooting at Watson Chapel Junior High in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. I didn't post anything about it until the next day because the first 24 hours after a school shooting can be filled with misinformation. Here's what I posted on Tuesday of last week. This wasn't a school shooting in the traditional sense. And yes, I wish there wasn't such a thing as a traditional school shooting, but this is where we find ourselves. According to reports, one 15-year-old shot another 15-year-old in a crowded hallway of the school. The shooter was apprehended on a nearby street while the victim was taken to a hospital in Little Rock. The victim had mistakenly reported as having passed, but is now believed to be in critical condition. Both suspect and victim have not been named. The suspect could potentially be charged as an adult. Pine Bluff police have said that this was a targeted attack. Now, I don't know a lot about Pine Bluff, but from what I've heard, it's a small city with big city problems like drugs, gangs, and violent crime. Police have purposely not stated what type of gun was used in the attack, but I think the media is asking the wrong question. Even if it was a ball and musket used in the attack, it's my opinion that it should be reported, or at least asked, where the gun was obtained. Then, whoever provided the suspect with the gun, whether knowingly or not, should also be charged as, as an accessory to the crime. Too often the adults who allow these guns to fall into the hands of children face little to no repercussions, and that needs to change. Then came Wednesday, and the, sus I'm sorry, not the suspect, the victim uh, died from his wounds. And I didn't post anything until this past Friday. And here's what I posted. On Monday, a 15-year-old student was shot by another 15-year-old student at Watson Chapel Junior High in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. At the time of my initial post, the victim had been taken to a hospital in Little Rock and was said to be in critical condi condition. Sadly, Dalen Burnett succumbed to his injuries on Wednesday. Arkansas Online has identified the suspect as Thomas Quarles. No motive has been given, although Pine Bluff, Pine Bluff Police said that the victim was targeted in the shooting. The suspect is being held on a $1 million bond. The students were already back at school on Thursday after Monday's shooting. To the students' credit, they peacefully protested about conditions they feel need to be met at the school. Many of these demands dealt with access to mental health professionals and better security in the school. Unfortunately, Pine Bluff is a financially disadvantaged area. The schools can probably only afford what the tax base is paying, and from what I understand, that's not a lot. Let's hear it for economic inequality. God forbid some people who could afford it pay a little extra in taxes so we can all have safer schools. Speaking of safer schools, I still haven't seen any reports about where the shooter obtained the gun. No 15-year-old should ever be carrying a gun around town, and any adult who allowed that to happen should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Sadly, any laws regarding such actions don't have a lot of extent to them. And again, to all the media outlets out there, there's no law requiring, requiring you to run the quote-unquote school violence fast facts article every time a student is murdered by a coward with a gun. Every sane person in this country realizes that there is a gun problem in our schools. 
You can't reach the insane ones. Stop publishing these articles like they're a goddamn high score list or the school shooting questions at a bar trivia night. It cheapens every life, every life lost to this craven scourge. My heart breaks for Dale and Burnett's family. They have a GoFundMe that was set up for his medical expenses, but the funds are now going to what his family is calling his going away party. The goal has already been broken, but there's nothing stopping us from donating more. Maybe we can show the residents of Pine Bluff that there are people out there who care. And I'll have the GoFundMe link listed in the show notes or in the thing below, whatever it's called on YouTube. I forget. Anyway, more news was released this past Friday, and I posted the following this past Saturday. More news has been released about Monday's shooting at Watson Chapel Junior High in Pine Bluff, Arkansas. As you may recall, 15-year-old Thomas Quarles is accused of shooting 15-year-old Dalen Burnett Monday morning in a hallway of the school. Tragically, Dalen died from his injuries on Wednesday. The shooter, 15-year-old Thomas Quarles, has been charged with capital murder. Before Dalen died, Quarles had been charged as an adult with first-degree battery. Prosecutors have not stated whether or not Quarles will be charged as an adult in the capital murder charge. In Arkansas, juveniles charged as adults with murder can be sentenced to life but are eligible for parole after 25 years. While no motive has been released for the shooting yet, Dalen and Quarles were said to be friends prior to Monday. However, on the day of the shooting, Quarles was said to be actively searching for Dalen that morning. Dalen's mother said the pair had, rec had recently had an argument. I can't imagine what argument would cause a 15-year-old to take another 15-year-old's life, but I can guarantee you it wasn't worth picking up a gun. And I still haven't seen any news on how Quarles was able to obtain the gun. Now I'm continuing from what I posted on Saturday. But now I would like to close with an apology. For years, I've been trying to make distinctions between traditional school shootings, mass shootings with random targets, and shootings at school, a specified target with a shooter that has a grudge. I made that pedantic argument in the past because of certain organizations that were, would refer to anything remotely related to guns and schools as a school shooting. I felt that organizations who were too hyperbolic with statistics weren't helping anybody. As I want to say, when you claim everything is a school shooting, then nothing is a school shooting. I've been guilty of the reverse. These one-on-one -on -one school shootings tend to be at less affluent and more urban schools. In my defense, I have written about shootings like this and demanded justice for the victims. However, in my mind, I consider them to be two different types of shootings. You can accuse me of being prejudiced, even though that was never my intent. Unfortunately, I did that with this shooting. When I first wrote about it, I was mistakenly under the impression that Dalen Burnett was going to survive his injuries, even though he was reported as being in critical, critical condition. Thursday afternoon, my significant other, Lady Gray, told me that she had read that Dalen had died. My heart sank, and I felt horrible for thinking of this as not a school shooting. Is the pain Dalen's family feels any less legitimate than those who have lost loved ones in a more infamous school shooting? Are the students of Watson Chapel Junior High any less traumatized because only one person was shot? Should their safety be any less of a concern just because they live in an economically disadvantaged area? The answer to all of those questions is obviously no. Going forward, I will no longer consider shootings like this to be any different from those that grab bigger headlines. 
I pray that there are no more shootings like this or ones that grab bigger headlines, but the reality is we all know there will be. More stories like this, you can do so at my website at realcrime.net. You can listen to more episodes of this, of this podcast at anchor.fm slash realcrimestories. Daily episodes should resume starting tomorrow. We are available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, among others. Uh, if you'd like to give me any feedback, you can do so by email at realcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash realcrimestories. You can also support the show at anchor.com slash anchor.fm slash real crime stories because advertising getting advertising for this content is rather difficult uh we do have some merch which you can find the link for in the show notes and if you want to follow me on social media you can do so on twitter uh, if you just want to follow the website and the podcast you can do so at real crime net if you want to follow uh me specifically you can follow me at Trench Reynolds. Uh, the same goes for Facebook. You can follow the website at facebook.com slash realcrimenet. And you can follow me at facebook.com slash Trench Reynolds. Now remember, especially on this episode, try not to let anyone else tell your story because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories.